0: And we're live. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. Welcome to another episode of The Blind View. Um, Today, I have Stormy Normy with me. This is the guy that did our music here on Becca's World. You wanna say hi, Norm? Hi, Norm. Um, He's just visiting for the day. And we have a couple other people who are trying to get in and they will be joining us in a little while, but I'm gonna get started with my topic. Um, I wanted to talk about these stimulus checks that President Biden is sending out. More stimulus, right? Who doesn't want more stimulus? Well, I guess a lot of people don't want more stimulus. Um, But the thing is, These stimulus checks valued at 1400 American dollars each are being sent to Japanese citizens from American taxpayers. And something like I was over 100,000 Japanese citizens are receiving these stimulus checks from our government and nothing against Japanese citizens. I love Japanese citizens, they're human beings right just like we are. But I'm irritated at our president for sending our tax dollars over there when this is supposed to be stimulating our economy and helping our people. And those are our tax dollars that we worked hard for. And I think it's wrong and I'm really upset about it. Um, anyway, I just wanted to um, let you guys know that's going on. And if, Jap- if Japan is getting stimulus checks from our federal government, who else in this world is getting stimulus checks from our government um, I bet some may be going to China, um, if we looked deep enough um, Anyway that's um, what I wanted to start the show with today um, and we're going to take a quick commercial break, so we can give Jim and Tim a few more minutes to join let's take that commercial break. Hey, everybody, great news. You can now get both of my books on Audible. My first book, Because You're Blind, is the story of how I went from that terrified little girl who woke up suddenly blind and brain injured at the age of 12 years old, and then years later was locked down under an illegal and corrupt guardianship in the state of Montana for 15 years. It's the story of how I defeated all of that and overcame all of that. And then my second book, Changing My Perspective, is how I used my own thinking to empower myself to change my life after all of that. And now today, I am the founder and president of Blue Butterfly Enterprises, as well as host and creator of Becca's World on YouTube. And I have a lot of other great projects going on, but I just wanted to encourage you guys to check out the audible versions of my books because they're both good stories. And you can get, there's, I have some free downloads of each book available. If you email me at info at I would be happy to send you a free download so you can check it out. Thank you so much for your time. And now back to the blind view. Okay.
1: Hi. Are Jim or Tim with us? Jim's here. Can you hear me?
0: Hi, Jim. How are you today?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Thanks for joining us.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. Hey, Jim, your camera's aimed at the ceiling right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Um, How about there? Perfect. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. Just tell me and I will do it.
0: Thank you, Jim.
1: Good morning. Is it afternoon? No, oh, no, it's morning where you are, isn't it? Yep. And it's still morning where I am.
0: Mm-hmm. So, how are you today, Jim?
1: Good, 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 good.
0: Jim, do you have a topic you want to discuss today?
1: Oh, no. I'm leaving that in your hands and I will follow suit.
0: Okay. Well, I was. The the topic that I opened the show with was the stimulus checks that President Biden is sending out. Um, Have you heard about this new round of stimulus checks?
1: No, I have not.
0: Well, apparently several Japanese (coughs) citizens over in Japan are receiving $1,400 checks from the American citizens in lieu of stimulus from our government
1: yeah wow well, something
0: like I, I was well over a hundred thousand from what i saw and um i mean i have nothing against japanese citizens or japanese people but i'm a little upset with our government for sending our tax dollars over there when they're supposed to be helping us
1: yeah i i must admit I, I don't get into politics very much and don't know much about that stuff or what's going on but uh you know, history, um, seeing maybe they're trying to make up for some of the stuff that has been done in the past.
0: Yeah, that could be.
1: You know, but I don't know. I honestly do not know, and I don't really. You uh, but know.
0: I, so, Jim, I understand you don't do politics, and politics suck. And I'm not really talking about politics here. I'm talking about our tax dollars, right? Well, so that's that's politics.
1: Because that's not politics. I don't know what it is, but
0: well, but it's
1: it it, <laughs> yeah. it, it it has
0: to do with all of us because we're the ones working and paying those tax dollars to our government, and our government's supposed to use those for us.
1: Well, so I'm like, not working at the, the moment, of- I, and I uh, I don't know, you know.
0: But there's twenty of us well, who are contributing
1: sometimes i feel that the people themselves if you really want to get into this subject i think sometimes we tax the taxpayers are very selfish when it comes to in dealing with people who are disadvantaged or poor you know and uh, you know you if you're not going to pay attention to how your government spends the money that's what ought to be done but to deny programs and things to people who really need it. thats That to me is not what the U.S. has ever been about.
0: I agree with you, Jim, but we're not talking about denying anything to any needy people. We're talking about not sending our tax dollars to citizens in another country. I mean, these aren't needy Japanese people. Are these you sure? Are homeless Japanese. No, these aren't Japanese people who worked over here in the past who had green cards.
1: But they work are, over. They work over here.
0: They did in the past. They're
1: well, then how living,
0: ca- they're living in
1: Japan? But my they're, thing is, if they worked in, if were they working during the pandemic? I mean, you know, if they were working and lost their jobs due to the pandemic, then uh, then they deserve to be paid as much as any Amer- as any workers over well, here? Well, it's kind of not
0: clear on all of that. The impression that's given was that these were just Japanese people who who worked over, basically worked for our government at some point in the past with a work visa, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they went back to Japan because their job ended.
1: Well, well, we, we don't know. You just said yourself it's not clear. In
0: the past, now they're getting all these checks from us. Yeah, well, you said and yourself it's clear. I'm just irritated about it. Well,
1: you, you, should, you don't even know what it's all about. How can you be irritated at something you don't even have the complete facts of, about? It.
0: Well, this is the stimulus, Jim, that's supposed to be stimulating the American economy.
1: Well, those, those people, people that are, are receiving. Those people that received the stimulus checks worked for the U.S. government in the past, probably doing some really lowly jobs, and they deserve to get the stimulus check too if they were affected by the pandemic. It doesn't matter. They, you know, they, just because you move away from the country, they're probably sending their money home to some of their families, but they have a right to do that, you know? why shouldn't they get the stimulus check if, if they you know they, they their careers were hurt isn't by, the
0: japanese government taking care of their citizens through the pandemic like the american well,
1: well, were they working with the were they working for the japanese government when the when the pandemic hit
0: that's not clear it's well not clear.
1: that's why you can't really say that what is going but on still even if
0: they were working for the u.s government when when this pandemic hit I still don't think that entitles them to get $1,400 each
1: They're month. not entitled to it. $1. They're not entitled to it. They've lost jobs. That's the only reason why they're getting it. You're not entitled to it. Neither am I. And I'm not getting it either. Well, you know, but they're, they're, nobody who's getting it really is entitled to it. Really. I don't yeah. think.
0: I, I agree with you, Jim. This whole entitlement mentality that's been pushed and encouraged and has flourish during this pandemic really, really concerns me because if everybody is entitled, if everybody's walking around with their hand out, then who's going to be paying into that pot that everybody's taking out of?
1: I think conservatives are too interested in any in everybody else's business when it comes to the money. You know, I mean, I honestly do. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I like conservatives in some ways but in others especially when it comes to those who have little or nothing conservatives don't see the 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 real picture they paint a reality of a picture that's rosier like i hear people saying man there's jobs open everywhere there's all kinds of jobs open but there were 46 million people out of work do you think all those jobs came back and how could they have a lot of wanted
0: signs everywhere Excuse me. I've been talking to my sighted peeps all over the country for uh, months, uh, and there are health wanted signs all over this country. But people are scared to go to work because they've been convinced that they're in danger because of the pandemic.
1: Well, are they? Are they? Are they, they, are are they, are they, they out of, on, of danger?
0: Unemployment because they get uh, with so, unemployment.
1: Well, well, say that again. I'm sorry.
0: Or, or they've just gotten comfortable sitting at home on unemployment because they make more on unemployment than they did when they were working. Well,
1: you don't really believe the majority of people in this country are that are feeling that way, do you really?
0: Oh, I don't know, Jim, the way the way humanity has gone, who really knows?
1: Well, okay, let's say who really knows. So why not give people the benefit of the doubt and say that not, that most people don't feel that way? And that they really want good jobs that are going to benefit their families and offer them security. Okay,
0: so, let's, so They can't,
1: me, you know, they can't make ends meet just well, because McDonald's has a sign offering part-time jobs.
0: Jim, listen, it's not that, I'm telling you, there's help, I mean, I can't see it. But I can read it and like I can have my devices read the want, help wanted ads to me in the newspaper. I have like every time I go somewhere, I'm asking my Lyft drivers, hey, are there, what is the, what are the, what's the economy like? What is the job market like? And they're like, oh, there's help wanted signs everywhere. And I'm asking my roommates this, I'm asking my sighted friends this, I'm asking my Lyft drivers this, whatever. And I'm do they like. all have jobs? a random. A random and, pool
1: and do they all have computer. and do all of and do all of your friends that you ask these these questions, do they all have jobs?
0: Um like I said, a lot of them are Lyft drivers, so they're working while I'm talking to them, right?
1: And but but you still but, didn't answer but, but my but question. But they're telling
0: me that that yeah, there are health warning signs everywhere because places are but, opening back up and they need people to work. Because you didn't answer gym, my Everything you, shut down, everybody
1: still, was had to lay everybody off. Yeah, but here's the thing: there's, there's, it's just not as simple as saying that there are jobs available, and that's what I kind of resent because, you know, people have families, and a lot of the jobs that are available are in the service industry, maybe, but a lot of your manufacturing jobs have been shut down.
0: People are may have to reimagine their employment situation. But it's a perfect opportunity to do that to maybe get into a better employment situation, right? Well, yeah, that
1: just—that—that sounds that, that like
0: that, you know what? What's available? That
1: sounds like dogma to me, and I don't know where you get it from, but I, I just don't think that applies to every the individual. You may be able to say that about groups, but I, I don't, just don't think that applies to everybody. I think there, there just aren't enough jobs out there that are good enough to help make families ends meet you know I mean when you got to take two or three part-time jobs to make ends meet that's uh...
0: it's always been that way for years before the pandemic I knew lot lots of friends who were working multiple jobs it's always been that way in America. We shouldn't say now that we're not so willing to live like that just have a better
1: life. Okay, well, that, that may be true. I won't argue with you. You probably not, because I know people that have worked two jobs, two or three jobs, and they've had to do that, and that's that's cool, but I do you think that, really, um, those jobs, they worked at least, they, they had money to make ends meet, they could feed their family, They you know. These days, I don't... I don't see where that's happening i mean and the jobs are narrower there are a whole lot of them are in computer fields and in the the care industry the health industry you know um everybody can't work in those industries yeah well,
0: have- i happen to know that i mean i've talked to a lot of people who have gone into the computer industry and who have worked in the healthcare industry and both in both groups, in both industries, I've heard from these people, this employer is willing to train me to do this. They're willing to pay me while I'm being trained, and then they'll give me a job working for them, right? So the healthcare field is a good field to work in because it's it's you know noble work.
1: But everybody and, is not interested, nor do they have the skills to do healthcare work.
0: Like I and said,
1: and even if even if an employer me. huh?
0: Like I said, most employers will train a person to work. If like you're not interested
1: dog. and you don't have the desire, what difference does it make? Why would you go?
0: Well, so if you don't want to do that, then go find something else to do. But, Jim, there's lots of things people can do in America.
1: And- well, all I'm saying is that to, to tell me, you say there's jobs everywhere, and I'm just wanting proof. Well, there, that- are, because,
0: there are because all these restaurants are trying to open
1: back up these restaurants,
0: restaurants and they need employees.
1: Well, but my goodness, I mean, these are service industry jobs and in restaurants, people don't even get a standard wage.
0: People have always worked in the service industry job, Jim, and then people tip them. I don't know. I've never worked in the service industry myself, but my mom did. I've had other relatives and friends who've worked in the service industry, and they make ends meet somehow. Sometimes they have to take a second job. Sometimes they save their tips. Sometimes they work really hard to get better tips, right? And most times. Somehow in America.
1: Well, you know, some some people do. depends on where they work, I guess, but I don't know. I still say, out of all these jobs you keep talking about that are available, how many of them really fit the needs of the families that would have to take these jobs to make ends so, meet, to pay medical pandemic, bills?
0: Before the pandemic, somebody was doing these jobs and making ends meet, and those those people are out there needing jobs. So... That's well interesting, interesting.
1: i don't know i just wonder how many industries have disappeared that where there were good jobs where manufacturers you know where people really did have a secure job you don't have a lot of that anyway and the service industry i mean it's it's not doing that well anyway you can say there are a lot of jobs out there but i know here in nashville uh, businesses are not all that stable they're closing down all the time, new ones opening up and then not lasting that long. I mean, we're going through some changes. This this pandemic really did hurt us in a major way, and it was meant to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't believe there's as many jobs out there as you seem to think there are. I don't believe we could have recovered that quickly in less than a year.
0: I'm not saying that there's... A lot of jobs out there, but what I'm saying is, Jim, before the pandemic, there were things that needed to be done, and there are people that were doing those things and getting paid for it. Well, those things still need to be done, especially now because everything's opening back up, colleges are opening back up. Schools and are
1: and do you really, really, and you know, I've never, yeah, I have never, working in these places, I've Canberra, never, staff, I've never, I've never been convinced that you couldn't find people in this country to do jobs if you really offered them the opportunity
0: yeah that's the way it used to be jim but then when the pandemic hit and they started giving people more more to stay home then they were giving them to go to work but the situation flipped
1: well you know what uh if, they work, if people wanted to uh, work, then pay them what they're worth. I mean, the situation flipped because they weren't getting what they were worth before the pandemic hit. See, I don't really, businesses kind of bother me because uh, when it comes to giving the worker a raise or anything, even a small, no, oh, no, we can't do that. We'd be hurt by it. You can't you can't give the small you can't give the worker a raise no and yet inflation goes up and all businesses do it they all do it big businesses too always on the small worker you said
0: something really interesting what you talked about about the worth of these people right and the way they value themselves right and the way their employers value them right and And it's even like the way the government values the workers right if you think about it, I think if people change their perspective, instead of what can I get out of this. To what can I contribute to this what part of me should I give here to make this a better place right
1: they're contributing their energies and efforts to the jobs, they do that's their contribution
0: yeah but but. Our, our society, our media has people convinced that that they're worth more than what they're getting paid, no matter what they're getting paid, right? Everybody thinks they've got the short end of the stick. Everybody thinks they're not getting what they're worth.
1: Right? You don't really believe that. We're
0: all worth what God said, right? God is the one that gives us our value.
1: Well, I I mean, you know, I could go
0: in our paycheck or our bank account or any of that. It's what, like, how much love do we show?
1: You know, well, that's that's the question I would ask you when you say, well, you know, these people are sitting around collecting unemployment. They don't want to work, and we need to take their money away so they'll go find a job. And, um, i mean i would love to see every person in this country have a job including those who are blind or disabled in other ways but you know right now i just i don't i don't believe that all these jobs are so-called available that they say there are i mean a lot of restaurants but you know what that's not a guaranteed thing Uh, a lot of them are going to be closing and you better believe it yeah jim
0: And just goes back to the whole pandemic. The thing is, if we're going to pull out of the pandemic, if we're going to have businesses opening up, then we need people to work at the businesses.
1: Well, we need to have we need to offer people jobs where they can sustain their lives through their work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not good enough to say, hey, there's jobs available. McDonald's is asking for work across the street. They need somebody that can work part-time. You're not going to get any medical benefits or insurance or anything like that. But uh, there is that job available. See, that's what I mean. You have to help people get on their feet in a way that's really good to help them to, you know, earn a true living for their families. And is that what we're being offered when we say all these jobs are available?
0: Well, Jim, even at the the bottom of the ladder, people have to start at the bottom of the ladder when they get out of school, right? And if they dropped out of high school, then their ladder's a little short, a a few rungs, right?
1: Well, possibly, So,
0: So it, it really comes down to, in America, where we have opportunities, like we're given this public education Right? All the way up through 12th grade, it's guaranteed to us as citizens. If we are willing to go to school and participate, it's guaranteed to us. But if we choose to drop out of high school, then we take a couple rungs off of the bottom of our ladder, right? And then if we also abuse our bodies with drugs and alcohol and rough
1: life yes yeah, and so you can say and so an individual lie, makes right? his own bed and so he has to lie in it because he yeah. did all those things and i disagree with but that But in
0: america it's... if you if you keep your ladder strong and make good decisions
1: sometimes you that you sometimes you are not in control of your ladder sometimes circumstances are that put other people in control and Sometimes things happen that might have knocked you off that ladder that had nothing to do with you. So what do you do do then?
0: But by being in America where everybody has a ladder, you are way ahead of like 90% of the world or 99% of the world or something, right? Yeah. So I really don't give any of my fellow Americans much of an excuse for sitting around whining, really. Because no matter what your disability is or your situation is, you can go volunteer your time to make do something useful with yourself. Sure. Right?
1: sure. I mean that's that's and that's true.
0: a good place to start. You make yourself useful, someone's gonna take notice, and maybe they'll give you a paying job, right? But
1: maybe. This but this we weren't talking about
0: kissing and, and moaning just doesn't do anybody any good.
1: Well, it doesn't do anybody any good also to paint a rosier picture of reality than it is either.
0: It's not that's a rosier thing that, it's a different yeah. perspective, Jim. It's a well, it's, a, it's the
1: conservative perspective, and they always do that. It wouldn't really matter if conservatives were in a poor neighborhood living among squalor and filth, they'd still find some reason to say it was a clean area. Or if it wasn't, I mean, the reason it That's isn't the- is because of the people.
0: So you're you're mad at me as a conservative because I see life as a glass half full rather than half empty
1: because i'm an optimist rather than a pessimist <laughs> yeah. no i i just no i mean, i see and i'm not telling you i'm not upset with you at all but i think the general conservative view is as i said rosier than it really uh and then reality truly is and i really think people know that i mean i i, I don't understand i mean you're not blind as far as knowing what's going on around you and how people really are suffering. So I don't understand how you can say that that suffering is basically the fault of those who are doing it.
0: No, listen, Jim, what I'm saying is everybody suffers in life. There's Everybody dies in life, right? And. Right. You have to under you have to figure out how to measure your suffering, right, so that it doesn't overwhelm you.
1: And yeah, but here's the thing: you're
0: talking to a woman who's had, who's who's lived great suffering in her life. You, you're talking to a woman who's who's lived in great poverty before, right?
1: I, and I understand, but that and great I, woman, that woman, you had help getting out of that. You just didn't do it on your own.
0: I had a really good brain. Like, my brain was what got me out of it, right?
1: So because the Lord God me got me you out of poverty. Because right. I
0: used my noggin. I used my head. I made better decisions. And and I I used my brain to help me make my body strong and healthy right. so I could make something of myself.
1: Well, so, but you didn't do it on your own. I mean, look, look, good. It, it, the people I that I beg your
0: pardon. I, it was my own drive within me. I took the tools that were given to me, the public education that was given uh-huh. to me. Right. And not much out there. wasn't much other than my public education that I was given. And I took it and a broken body and a shattered brain and I figured out how to put something together with it. Right?
1: Well, you couldn't but, do it alone. You had to have help and assistance along the way. And so does everybody else. And, you know, that's all I'm saying is that if there are people that are dead, it's not... You know people need assistance some people don't know about opportunities that may be available to them oh, yeah, um, in great. other places they're just well, the opportunities.
0: things like opportunity zones are a good idea um getting people into the schools to encourage youth to go the right way and to help them understand that there are better options you know what i mean all of these are great ideas
1: but uh, my thing we were talking about jobs my thing is how are you going to you know, if the jobs are available, then the people should be able to take advantage of the opportunities if they're there. And I'm saying that I think more people would be willing to work if they knew that the jobs that you say are so plentiful were really there. And if it really was practical for them to take the job, man, I'm not going to see them big. Well-
0: I think it's more practical to go to work and earn money instead of just sitting at home and starving to death, right, Jim?
1: Well, that depends on where, I mean, if you're wasting your time, if I'm going to work at a at a McDonald's and I'm making, let's say, $30 a day, but that bus fare to get to McDonald's is going to cost me $15 a day, you know, then I'm not really making ends meet. You know, I'm working, but I'm not getting anything because i got to pay for my transportation and everything. So, no, that would not be satisfactory, in my opinion. If a person's going to work, they ought to be rewarded for their effort of working. And if you're struggling to make ends meet and you don't know where your next meal is going to come from, even though you're working this part-time job every day because it was available, then no I, I think that just causes more stress yeah
0: jim i i understand what you're saying jim um but honestly but- i like i just can't get over the fact that I, like i said i grew up in great poverty and i knew people my whole life who who worked really hard to make ends meet and, and mm-hmm. they did it they were able to make ends meet they were able to raise their kids they were able to put a roof over their kids' head, right, and clothes on their children's back, and food in their kids' belly. Even though mm-hmm. these people were living paycheck to paycheck for years and years and years, right? People can do it in America. And people do it all the time. And yes, sometimes they have some debt. Sometimes they have a lot of debt. But wow. that's what we're, we're, we're all working towards: getting rid of our debt. And
1: you, you know, yeah, you, you, you have debt, a money, right? you have control of that in a lot of ways that you i'm sorry you have a you have control oh. are you taking that call no i'm not
0: i just hello I just want to make sure i can't answer. answer
1: okay yeah we're we're continuing folks we're still here
0: yep sorry my home phone rang so um Anyway, did Tim join us yet?
1: It would have been nice to have him in. Yeah, he,
0: and, was, he was supposed to be joining us, but I guess he did, hasn't made it in yet.
1: When I uh, checked, I was checking the mail this morning. It said six others in the group, and I thought, wow, we're going to have quite a few people here today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the link just, it's okay. I'm. I think you're a lively conversationalist. and uh, Jim, did th- you
0: Jim, did you read Gretch the Wretch
1: that I sent you last night? I I just got it. Oh,
0: you I just got,
1: got it. it. I looked it. I looked at it last night and, and set it aside for me to check out today.
0: Oh, okay, so you haven't read it yet.
1: Not yet, but uh, I'm definitely because I told you I wanted to uh, have you be my first interview. For the new YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, let me know when you want me, okay?
1: I will definitely. And you're very inspirational. You kind of gave me some ideas of how to deal with this thing. So you really are motivating, you know. I mean you you I can see that, you know. (laughs)
0: Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it too.
0: What'd you say, Jim?
1: Oh, I said I appreciate it too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: i think that was gino in the background i thought i heard
0: it was norm my friend norm is here he had, oh. a,
1: stroke.
0: He had a stroke several weeks ago okay. and so he came here in a dial ride this morning and he's hanging out for a few hours he wanted to be on the blind view, so he was on earlier before you came on oh. yeah, he, he has stenosis in his back so he's like up walking around so trying to oh, know. Know. Norm, okay you know? oh, okay amber should be out there somewhere oh okay be careful norm um anyway Jim is there anything else you want to talk about
1: um I can't think of anything at the moment you know uh, but sometime I guess in the future I would really love for uh, us to. I mean, I don't know, just to suggest, I'd like it if you would think about devoting a show to having some people come on who are musicians and who are blind and talk about their work and their creativity in the arts. It doesn't even have to be music, but we have a lot of artists out there who are disabled, blind or otherwise. And I'd like to see them get some recognition.
0: Yeah, I. I've been trying to reach out to some of my friends, and I'm going to make more of an effort to reach out to them because I have several friends who are blind musicians. I have friends who are blind comedians. I have friends who are entertainers of lots of different kinds that are blind or visually impaired, right? And, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to, you know, feature them on Becca's World, so.
1: And that's why, like, on my YouTube channel, I would like to uh, make it a channel where people can send their works and have it put out you know, for people to check out, you know. I don't know how it would work out. I mean, if I'd have to buy the works or how we would set it up, but I really think we really need to have an outlet. I I really have come across so many people who were not given a chance out in the world of the sighted entertainment industry that Mm -hmm. it's a shame, really, when you think about Mm -hmm. it. And um, I like to see them get some recognition and some attention and i bet you we come up with some great stuff too some great creative talent
0: oh yeah that's a great idea jim so, okay well i don't think tim's going to be joining us and well that's all right
1: it's been a it is a pleasure if you're wanting to wind down but i always enjoy a conversation with you
0: yeah jim it's been a great conversing with you as well. I'm glad you were able to join me today.
1: Me too. And I hope you'll think about having me again.
0: Oh, of course, Jim. You're always welcome on The Blind View.
1: All right. Well, I like it. I like it. And I like Becca's World. I think it's really good and the other things you do out here.
0: Well, thank you, Jim. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for watching Vecca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.